What's happening, motivators? Dr. Drill to make motivation podcast. It is New Year's Eve. Uh, just dropping my son off at uh, his little girlfriend's house. He's 13. It's kind of like his first steady girlfriend, uh, social distance girlfriend. Um, you know, this is going to be the second time that he's gotten together, went to some sort of trampoline park months ago, and talks to this girl every day, so she's having a little low-key New Year's Eve party, and, um, you know, so he's, he's going over there with a couple friends, wearing masks, we just had our dinner, a delicious, delicious New Year's Eve fair, had a friggin' ribeye steak, some scallops, uh, turkey breast that my wife made, some kielbasa, kielbasa, um, nice mashed potatoes with some lumps in them, I like that, I don't like it whipped too, too creamy, you know what I mean, they're good too, but Mandy was fretting because her mashed potatoes were a little bit, they weren't completely cooked through, so uh, I like those lumps, man, I'll take them, a little texture to it. So, my point is, had a nice uh, New Year's Eve dinner. We talked around, my daughter's idea was to air the grievances, go around and talk about things that that people need to, to, you know, clean up their act. And we're talking about highs and lows of 2020. And, of course, everybody's down on 2020. I agree, it sucked. It's been a very painful, dramatic year. But it could always be worse. Am I right? So, told Sam, so listen, man, you know, the morals went on and on, said, you know, gently, Sam, you got to freaking do better in school, want to see you sleeping, want to see you spending more time with your family, less time on the friggin' uh, face uh, time with your girlfriend, Uh, I hate to break it to people, right, I hate to break it to young people today, because I was that guy, Jesus Christ, I freaking, I... I freaking million years ago, I proposed to my high school sweetheart during senior prom, you know, and she accepted and we were going to be living together forever. I was going to join the Corps and we were going to go together and be a military family and at fucking just so naive. You know what I mean? I told you that story before. Uh, Tragic and sad, but important, because then I wouldn't have all the wonderful things that I have today, right, we all have these experiences, so he's 13 years old, okay, he's got some girlfriend, and, you know, they, they, I, Lord knows what they're saying to each other up there, me, I like you, I love you more, <coughs> you and me together forever, hopefully it's not that serious, but, shit, he hasn't even been able to see her, so, it's that, it's that balance, right, how do we strike that balance of, we want our children to be well-adjusted, we want them to uh, have a social, some sort of social life outside of uh, Zoom that is just killing everybody's spirit, young people today, shit, how the hell are you supposed to uh, make out during a freaking pandemic, well, these kids have to do sexting and stuff, who knows, thank goodness we're not there yet, I'm just saying I felt bad for the kid, took a little pity on him, so... 
we're against our better judgment, but with the stipulation that he wears a mask the entire time, we let him go over his friend's house. There's going to be other people there. Moms are going to be there. There's going to be a handful of people. I'm under the impression. He's going to be picked up in three hours, and you scrub his little ass up in the friggin' uh, shower and come down and celebrate with his family, right? I knew the time would come when the kids would, you know, that it's, it's a known quantity that peer group takes over, peer group takes over family, right? Uh, kids hit their teens, they don't want to hang out with you anymore, dad, mom, not cool, course they're both embarrassed to hell of me right which they should be because I'm a character man I fucking love it I'm a character and I have character I'm not going to change anytime soon so guess what I'm not trying to be like everybody else um so I just dropped them off I was like all right tell the parents to come out I want to meet them let me tell you something all right I said my, our final message around the dinner table and they all roll their eyes when daddy's soapbox comes out and I start telling stories and philosophizing but I said listen you don't want to be if you are the one who everybody has to freaking in a family unit, on a team, whatever if you're the weak link, if you're the person who's always uh, dropping the ball, not cleaning up around the house not doing your homework um not being respectful, making trouble. You're an energy sucker. You know, this is just the way it is. You're going to draw resources, whereas things would be ideally be balanced in a family where everybody does their part. If you're the fucking energy sucker, you're going to be the one we always got to account for, we always got to look at, you know, spend extra attention on. And that's it's going to steal from the other five family members. And so don't be the anus. Because you always got to get white. You always got to get freaking attended to. And you're always talking shit. So don't be an asshole. Right? And that's all of us. Said Each of us, we're trying to survive in this crazy time. Trying to do our best. But we need to consider other people in everything we do. So we told him that relative is going to um, this little New Year's Eve party. Again, which is not some gala event. Um, But... We also don't want our child up in his bedroom sulking and getting pissed at us. We want the kid kid to have some kind of fucking life, you know? They're all cooped up, and and what do you do? How do you... you We haven't left the house, really, you know? And I've spoken about people who've done things that were... I'm I'm continually reminded, to be honest, about people that I know and love who against their better judgment, decided to get together with family or do something like this, um, where they're like, okay, well, we're just going to do what we do. And somebody got sick, and so we can't have that, okay? We can't have it happening. So he's going to be over there wearing his mask, scrub-a-dub-dub, no friggin' uh, French kissing or any of that shit, and... It's a sacrifice we're making for our son. So I tried to hand him a little piece of chewing gum on his way out because there was some garlic in those mashed potatoes, you know? But he's like, no, Dad, I'm good. We sent him out of the truck with flowers for both the young lady and mom, which is like, Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. Any kids, I, I, I never want to be that guy who's like, um, 
that dad with the shotgun, daddy's shotgun, come pick up my daughter. I never want to be that guy. But I probably will be because it's not so much about my daughter or my son. It's my family. I mean, talk about things that you built. Talk about works of art. Not that I can take full credit for this. But my wife and I, we bust our fucking asses to do everything that we've done. You know, to get degrees, to get jobs, to get together, have a successful marriage, work on that. um, In some fucked up times. And there's good times and bad, like everybody's life. You know, we all have these ups and downs, but we, we have really have something special and we're going to protect that. So God help anybody who comes into this family with some fucked up shit. Don't bring home some freaking poop butt girlfriend, not that this one is, or, or some dirt bag, um, you know, boyfriend. My daughter finally, you know, however, at whatever point she starts a pretty girl. I mean, so Anyway, you guys understand what I'm saying. I got the friggin' chocolate lab Momi Sproles in the back seat panting. Turn that heat down for her. It's been a good New Year's Eve. Restful, chill mode, no carving, minimal screen time. I worked out for an hour, did kettlebells and ellipticals and calisthenics and feeling good, you know. Already got a little soreness coming in. I got a good pump going. I got a fucking, uh, a damn, um, like a drug, a drug lord hoodie. Those things are made kind of like maybe of hemp, but it's like fleece on the inside. It's got tassels, like a, a faux little drawstring here. You know what I'm talking about. It's like a hippie, a hippie hoodie. I used to have them when I was growing up and I got one for Christmas because I told you about that poncho that I made. My wife hated it, probably hid it. She's a fucking straight lacer. You look at this people over here, man. They're having this restaurant. Not to dime them out, but... Man, they got a fucking full house in there. They tossed care to the wind, didn't they? It's surprising. You know, listen, I... If everybody had a stack of those fucking tests... You know, rapid, rapid tests... And you could, at a restaurant door, crack one of those babies open and so you could come have your meal and have your drinks and all that stuff. God, that would make everyone feel so much better. I had somebody come in the office the other day uh, whose husband is a uh, an MD. And she said, you know, they had family and kids come home from all over the country and for the holidays. And they took these rapid tests. Everybody took them and Hey, they're not 100%. Nothing's 100%, but they're trying to be cautious, right? <clears throat> so anyway, I'm going to tell you something. Don't be the anus that always needs to be wiped. All right, Don't be the energy sucker in 2021 that causes problems for other people because you don't have your own shit together, right? Keep your sphincter tight. Yes, yes. Because you'd cause the rest of us trouble. I'm not saying anybody, this fits anybody's description. I'm just saying, anybody, not citing anybody in particular, but don't be that one. Don't be the one. Right, mommy?
<laughs> right, Dad. We got Sam a, uh, a collection of uh, an assortment, actually, an assorted pack of cologne, like samples. And he's like, Dad, I want you to help me see which one. And so we got these little vials up there, and we're squirting them on. And where do I put it? You know, I tell him to put it. I put it right between my, like right on my sternum, so that when you sweat, it comes through your clothes. You don't want it too pungent, right? Let it come out through your, a little bit, pop out through your pores when you get a little sweat going. A little bit, you know, just some cellular respiration. And so, uh, yeah, this guy's, he's a young man. And uh, I, I've been where he is, so I appreciate him. Um, on a final note, I will say that I'm excited for this weekend. Tomorrow, we've got three days in front of us where we're going to clean, we're going to relax, we're going to train, we're going to recharge for the new year, and we're going to go back at it on Monday. You know, and we're going to push through this fucking pandemic. We're going to smack it right in his goddamn face with a vaccine, by the way, which I am getting on Tuesday. A fellow clinician reached out to me and, and helped me get on a list, you know, of people who are patient, are, are uh, patient faced, face, are you patient, are you patient faced? Fucking A, I'm patient faced. You mean that I interface with these people? Do I, am I uh, interacting with people? Hell yeah, I am. Give me this goddamn vaccine for the, for you and for me. So, um, I'm, if I start acting stranger than normal, well then you can say, all right, maybe I shouldn't get it, but I'm going to do it. I'm doing it for public health. I'm doing it because I'm thinking of other people. I want to, um, not be passing this thing around. I've talked extensively about that already. And um, unless you got some sort of major excuse, some sort of sensitivity to one of the ingredients, I think it'd be wise for you to get it because you help us end this shit. You know, we need to end this pandemic and we need to, for the American, America that we know and love to move forward. Because right now it's a fiery distraction. It's an anus that needs to be wiped. It's an energy sucker. So that's what we're going to do, my friends. Um, Tuesday, freaking first thing in the morning, I'm off. I'm going to be cruising up there with a big smile ear to ear. And I'm going to be getting this injection. Hopefully render, pop my immunity, charge me so that I'm a warrior against this thing. There it is. I took a little uh, wooden flower I carved. And... Uh, I zip-tied it to the damn uh, mailbox for the new year. My wife is all embarrassed about it. No, I can't do that. Listen, I'll take it down tomorrow. Just a little symbol of, like, new year, new you. And tonight, at midnight, when the clock strikes midnight, we're going to open the door and let the new world in. We're going to let, let the old year out, and we're going to slam the door right on this big fat ass, and the new year, we're going to let in, welcome it into our home, into our lives, kick ass, 
and take friggin' names. You understand what I'm saying? All right. Let me push this fart out before I get out of the car. Oh, yeah. All right. Love and respect. <laughs>